When I was a stripper, I was at a point in my life that was so bad that I tried to commit suicide. But then I met someone and she introduced me to Jesus. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Now, listener discretion is advised, as the contents of this show are sexual in nature and are intended for mature audiences only. Now, we have been talking about the reality of the life of a stripper and how the job can affect a woman so negatively that it can drive her to view life in a very negative way. In our last show, Holly Sheldon Gonzalez described her life as a stripper and how at first she said it was very exciting. She loved the control she was experiencing, the control that she was able to have over her clients. She also described her encounters when sometimes she would need to delve into prostitution in order to make ends meet. And she described the emotional trauma she suffered by prostituting herself. She got to the point where stripping and the sex industry started becoming really repulsive to her. And today she's going to share with us how life got so bad she tried to commit suicide and she would also share about who changed her life and transitioned her out of being a stripper and that's Jesus Christ. Holly, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Holly, I'm super glad that you're with us. I mean, I have learned so much from our last two shows and I want to get right into it, ask you a question. Some say that those in the sex industry are victims. Would you agree with that statement as a former stripper? I do. I do. I agree that every woman that is involved in the sex industry is re-victimizing herself and re-traumatizing herself every time she's participating. Wow. Holly, so that is a really heart-wrenching fact that you're sharing with us. Now, I want to understand a little bit more here. What led you to the point of wanting to kill yourself? I understand that you had like suddenly these thoughts that would creep in. Like, where did that all come from? I did have suicidal thoughts. And I realized looking back that when you participate in a sexual union, it forms chords in the spirit to that person called soul ties. Hmm. So if that person is being tormented by demons, then those same demons gain access to you. And I was living a tormented life. I would wake up in the morning and I wouldn't know if I was going to be on the mountaintop or in the bottom of the toilet with feelings of deep depression and heaviness, or if I was going to be happy and joyous and over the top. I really, truly lived a tormented life. That is horrible. So basically, you felt like there was, looking back now, of course, you didn't know at the time, but it was like literal demonic entities tormenting your mind with these horrible thoughts. Is that correct? Yes. Wow. I understand that eventually those thoughts of suicidal ideation turned into a moment where you went forward with a plan to commit suicide. Tell us about that. Yes. I wanted to escape my pain. No one can really understand the torment 
and the emotional and even physical oppression and depression. And it seemed to me that the only answer and the voices in my head were kill myself. I felt like that was my only escape. So you came to a point where, you know, and you actually tried. What did you do to try? Yes, I had a handful of Ambien and I sat in my kitchen and I drank a half a bottle of vodka. Um, So when you mix that, it's like basically fatal. Is that correct? It's a lethal dose. Wow. So what happened? So I sat in my kitchen and I drank the alcohol and I held the pills in my hand and I literally could feel the tug of war in the spiritual realm back and forth. And eventually I just took the pills. And then what happened? Well, I had called a couple of people. Once the Ambien began to take effect, I don't really have memory of what I said. I think I said goodbye, or maybe it was my children's father that I said to take care of them. But they knew that I was slurring my speech and something wasn't right. And so they called the police and they came to my house. Wow. And did they like pump your stomach or something? Yes. I was ambulanced to the local hospital and they pumped my stomach just in time. Thank God. A few more minutes than I would have been gone. Oh my gosh. You know, this is so sad because I think there's some who can relate to your experience and thank God you didn't die. And I understand as you were seeking healing in your heart at this point, you came across someone who was able to help you with that. Who was that? Yes. I was participating in a group online and trying to learn as much as I could about healing. I was trying to understand about trauma and abuse and healing Mm -hmm. and healing your body in natural ways. And I met a woman named Marilyn Dolly in a natural cures healing group online, and she began to create spiritual warfare over me. Wow. So was she like a Christian or something? She was. She was a Christian, but most of the Christians that I encountered were very cruel or condemning to me. Mm. I was very adamant about my being an atheist at the time. Oh, you were an atheist. So when they would persecute me and when they would condemn me, it only further perpetuated my belief that I did not want to be like them. Wow. But this woman was different. She showed me unconditional love. Wow. So she's loving you, praying for you. And like when you say spiritual warfare, so she's like rebuking demons and stuff like that, right? Yes. She was binding and rebuking the spirits that she knew because of her discernment that were operating through me. Did it help? It did. I knew what she was telling me was the truth. I trusted her. And one time when she prayed, my chest burned like fire. Holy cow. I knew something was happening in the spiritual realm and that something was there. Wow. So how did this eventually lead you to accepting Christ as your Savior? Well, she continued to befriend me and minister to me and pray spiritual warfare. And one evening, things were kind of going haywire in my house. I had been harassed. And 2.30 in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning, my bed would shake. I heard voices. There were lights that would come on spontaneously, doors that would open spontaneously. So in my mind, these things were inexplainable. As someone who didn't believe in angels or demons and just in atheism that God didn't exist, this was a contradiction to the beliefs that I was holding at the time. So when I knew and felt something happening when she would pray, I reached out to her when I felt these things happening in fear. And she began to pray over me over the phone. And when she did, the Holy Spirit came over me and dropped me to my knees and I began weeping. And I knew that Jesus Christ was my Lord and Savior. And I began to repent. Wow. 
So what did you receive from Christ that helped you to not want to be a stripper anymore? Being in that industry, I lived in so much shame, but the love of Christ showed me that no matter what you've done, no matter how far over to the dark side that you've gone, that He is there with His mercy and grace waiting for you. Mm, And His blood is enough to cover every sin, no matter how horrible you think it is. Now, you know, this is awesome. And some people hear about the love of God, but what did the love of God mean for you at the time when you first came to know Christ? I mean, it must have been huge since you're always looking for love. Not only did I feel in my physical body the love of God, but I knew that only Christ could pay the price for what I had done for my sin. And it Mm. cleansed my conscience and my self-hatred. And it gave me the love that I had been desiring and looking for the whole time. Wow. You know that song, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places? Yeah, yeah. That was me. Well, I think that can be a lot of people, you know what I mean? And maybe not to the extreme, but I mean, you know, I think people can relate to that. Now, how was your value defined before as a stripper versus now as a Christian, would you say? Before, I felt dirty and used and not worthy not worthy of love, being rejected, told me that I wasn't worthy of love. And now I feel like I'm a part of a family in a divine kingdom and fully loved. Mm. It's almost a total opposite in the value of who I am and whose I am. Wow. So you overcame a lot of these addictions and not attracting the same types of people, right? This has changed your life where basically all that hurt, that rejection you've now received true healing and you've experienced true love. Is that right, Holly? Yes. That's awesome. Holly, your testimony is amazing. I believe it gives a lot of people insight on how faith in Christ can truly change someone's life. And that is anybody. You know, you are amazing. And Holly, first of all, you are loved. God has made you new. And I thank you so much for becoming a woman of God. Holly, thanks so much for being with us on the show. Thank you so much for having me and letting me share my testimony. Absolutely, Holly. Wow. Let's go a little deeper right after the break. Hey, everyone. As an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it. 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the U.S.? You can give by going to awakenthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I bet there's someone out there who's like, wow, how could God really forgive Holly for what she's done? Like she was a stripper and now she's a Christian? (laughs) Well, I know, but there's a story in the Bible where a woman who probably had a similar life as Holly was at Jesus's feet. She was crying at Jesus's feet 
And there was a Pharisee there who was a religious leader who kind of had it all together. And Jesus is having this woman at his feet and, you know, he's kind of looking at them and judging them, the Pharisee. And Jesus tells him this story. He says in Luke 7, 41, 48, there was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loves little. Lord Jesus, we come to you right now. We ask for that forgiveness of our sins, because if you can forgive Holly, we know that you can forgive us of our sins. We receive the blood of Jesus and we repent of our sins in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.